Namaste. I'm terrible in yoga class. Namaste. Welcome to Beer Plus Three, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me on this fine day is a man who once was our cupper and is now our sipper of this fine (laughs) podcast. It's Rick Anderson. Greetings. And our very own beer respondent, only just returning from the far reaches of eastern Washington, spending time in exotic places such as Wenatchee. And the Cascadia village of Leavenworth. It's Brienne Longwell. I found myself. It was beautiful. And I am at peace with nature. It's nothing better than jerking off in nature. <laughs> so good. Right on nature's face. We also we also have an intern who I will be making unwanted advances to later, Brandon Longwell. Un- unwanted? Unwanted. Yeah, exactly. As long as I can watch, I do not mind. Is it, and? Is it kind of and, like a, a loan hmm? for approval? And I am the schmuck that makes this shit up. And we are Beer Plus 3. Go ahead, Brandon the intern. <laughs> oh, passive aggressive. Now he's just I know, giving us I the know. silence. I had, to, I, had to, I had to put him in his place, and later I'm going to grab his ass and kiss him on the cheek and say, Good job, baby. You did a great job on that podcast. Well, Jeff, you, you have consent. My wife, on the other hand, I'm not sure if she's going to get consent. Wait, what I do? <laughs> you, you cut me off and you took my mic. <laughs> wow, this podcast uh, got off to a tense start. This is like, line. I love it. It's like the Jerry Springer of podcasts. Fight, 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 fight. Isn't everybody on, on Jerry Springer a hair lip? Somebody throw a chair, quick. <laughs> no, these are nice chairs. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't throw the chairs. These don't cost throw the money. <laughs> throw a spoon. Spoon. <laughs> Damn it, I don't throw have a spoon. A, throw a cheese sauce covered spoon at someone. Ooh, there you go. There's one. Mm. Some delicious it's cheese spicy. sauce, by the way. <laughs> How about this first beer brought to us by the beer correspondent? Please. Yes. Please explain <laughs> Mile Post 111 to the group and to the world. Okay, so Mile Post 111, I've been there a couple of times. The first time. That's I- fascinating. Moving on. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Thought I'd be a morning show for a second. Sorry. That's all right. Um, so, Brandon and I first went there probably a year or so ago. We went rafting down over on the side of the mountains. It's where? A, where is this? It's in Kashmir. Oh, um, literally at if you. Kashmir is not on the other side of the mountain. Yes, it is. It's right between Leavenworth and Wenatchee. Like literally. The, right the, oh yes, Kashmir. I know what you're talking about. Um, There's a section of the Wenatchee River where you put in at Kashmir and then float down I, to. I, I do often put in inflow. That's right. So, um, <laughs> so the first time that uh, we went to Mile Post 111, they weren't brewing yet. They were setting up a brew room, and we were getting really excited because it's yeah. all you have the bar, and then it's just glass walls into the brewery. Um, cool. Uh, so I was talking with some friends who live in Wenatchee for some godforsaken reason. They're still there, uh, and they told me that Mile Post 111 has finally started doing small batches, kind of similar to structures. Once it's gone, it's gone. Oh. So on my way back home, I made my way to Mile Post 111, which it, you literally turn into the sign. To Kashmir, and it is half a block in past the river on the right. Uh, and um, 
it's a really good place. They got really good food. And essentially what I learned is that the head brewer there, whose name I cannot remember, unfortunately, um, he just makes stuff up. Like, he's like, this sounds good, and throws a bunch of stuff together and makes beer out of it. So um, oh. while I was there, like, I told him, I said, I wanted the most Eastern Washington beer you've got. Um, <laughs> which <laughs> This one's so Eastern Washington, <laughs> it supports Donald well, Trump for president. Yeah. <laughs> this is made out of the tears of Donald Trump and the blood of Arabs. Yeah, I, I went in an bad. entirely different direction. <laughs> When you said he just makes stuff up, I, I was totally expecting you to say something like, yeah, people come in here all the time and ask me if the beer is organic. Oh, yeah, it's organic. You know what? With this entire place is powered by solar power and water you know power. Guys, guys, guys. You know, I used to brew for Budweiser. Guys, shut your yappers. This is actually really good And I'm beer. married to Morgan and Fairchild. the bartender there was super nice. He, wow. I walked in, he was getting menus out, and he, I was like, I'm looking for the best beer you've gotten here. And he literally sat me down and walked me through his whole tap. Um, nice. That's cool. So, Friendly. Huh? Very awesome. Yeah. So Luckily, he, you're white. He, I'm actually Hispanic, <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. He didn't know that. <laughs> <sighs> Guys. By Eastern Washington standards, We're just making wet. fun. We're poking uh, fun. By Eastern Washington standards, you're I actually right. like this guy a lot. We can make fun of the Leavenworth guys, but this guy was really cool. Okay. He literally sat and talked to me about all the beers they made there. That's awesome. So, no. um, they have a collection of I, beers. To be honest with you, I've never had a bad experience with Wenatchee as far as the people are concerned. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, um, just to put that out there. <laughs> so, anyways, um, he had a bunch of beers that we normally get. He's like, so let's pick out the beers you don't get. He goes, how about, I think it's a top, oh my God, my brain's dying, top shooter. Uh, hot shooter. I get my brain's dying. Intern, look it up. It's named after a lube. We know that. <laughs> Continue. It's, it's from Yakima, and I had their IPA, and it was actually really, really good. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, super good. Now I want to go to Yakima and try out their beer. Okay. Um, he also gave me a cider from Yakima that's brewed um, European styles. What he called it? It's like a British brewed cider. It was actually super good. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Interesting. And it was brewed with the apples in Yakima Valley. Um, I would and, hope so. They grow enough of them. Yeah, yeah, and it's so the guys from the guys. And all from, the good ones, guess where they go? Mexico. Yeah. Big, huge fucking apples, like big as your head. Here we get the little goddamn Washington apples. <laughs> but um, so, anyways, I start trying out the Milepost One Eleven beers, and I t- tell him I like dark beers. So he's picking out all the nice darker beers that they have. Yeah. Um, and he had a Hefe Hefeweizen coffee rye. Hmm. And interesting, basically interesting. what the brewer did was he is a, is a sediment beer. So there's lots That's of coffee grounds that just sink to the bottom and they mix together. And um, it was the bottom of the barrel. So it was very coffee, very hmm. much coffee, more coffee than it was beer, um, like day old coffee. Um, but I could see it have being a really good beer at the top of the keg before right. it got finished. I could kind of see the the, the, the rye notes kind of balancing out it between was, the coffee and the Hefeweizen kind of Even though I was pulling flavors. the dredges and I was getting more coffee than I was beer, like it was still really good. I was like, I would just come and sip hmm, this wow. down all day long. Um, and I've, I've rarely found beer, uh, coffee beer, you know, the coffee-flavored beers that, that really blow my socks. I mean, most of them are just most of them are crappy. Shit. Yeah, yeah. They're really muddled honest, flavored. I think you brought one at some point that was actually, we. I think we all enjoyed it. And I can't remember what it was. was it I, Southern think, Tier? I remember Southern that. Southern Tier is my favorite. I, remember I don't know if it was we Southern were, Tier or not. We I, were all I, amazed by it. I remember yeah, that. I remember, yeah, whatever that I was. I remember one being, because you, you're the one that always brings <laughs> coffee beer. Yeah. Because most of us don't like it. And th- that happened to be oh, one yeah. excellent coffee beer that she it brought. Company, yeah. She is, is currently helping the uh, intern be an intern. <laughs> so uh, we're just going to yeah. continue talking Anyways, about this amazing so, fucking beer she brought. Anyway, yeah. so I was talking to the bartender, and he basically said the head brewer who wasn't there that day where he'd have him come out and give me a tour of 
the brewery because I was like, oh, I do a small little beer podcast where we kind of shoot the shit and drink lots of beer. Yeah. And everyone in the room suddenly like turned and was like, can we work with you? I was like, oh, oh, oh no, 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 this is for funsies. I don't, they're like, no, seriously, we want to come drink beer with you. Okay, <laughs> so we got a whole group of cashmere folks who want to come drink beer with us. So, so if you're okay. listening, I'm uh, probably old, what's his name? Give us a, yeah. drop us a line. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll take the uh, H4N with me when I head over there, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. to my wife's chagrin, I'll do a fucking podcast with oh, those guys. There's <laughs> cider there; she'd be happy, and it's good cider. It's really good cider. Yeah. Um, so they had so, they had a bunch of other beers too, but I really like the dark red. I haven't had a dark red before. I've never. Uh, I've, I don't think I've ever had a beer called a dark red. Um, I've had imperial reds mm-hmm. yeah. before, which generally are kind of this flavor, but this really has kind of a. Uh, almost like if you've ever had a, a, a dark IPA, which is what I got from Structure, mm-hmm. um, or a black IPA, this has that similar black flavor, yeah. mm-hmm. but with a red, and it mixes perfectly. I, it, I don't it, think we actually. Four, this is a port four point five for me. This yeah, is, this, this is, is this is rating really nearly high for a me perfect too. fucking beer. Um, yeah, I, no, it I was really good. I don't think we actually mentioned what it was. It's the Milepost one hundred one or one one eleven one eleven one eleven Mixies. So Mick and then C apostrophe S dark red. Yeah. The mixy, mixy. I'm taking that's the that's the brewers because there's a couple of mixies floating around. Yeah, it's, okay. It's really. Good. I mean, I've never it's heard amazing. of milepost to one 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 eleven mm-hmm. whatever however they want. We'll at sign or hashtag them in the. <laughs> so when you get God so basically, if you're driving out east, you pa- you go through Leavenworth, um, and then you have Peshatin or Penshatin. I can never say that name right. Psh- now you're screwing up. Pashastin. Thank you. Jesus. Bunch of small towns on Highway 2. I grew up around here. I can't even make it. This is near Wenatchee? It, it's oh, Jesus. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, um, it's right under Leavenworth. Oh, Leavenworth. Yeah, you leave that place worth of nothing. Leavenworth's a nice <laughs> oh, place. Eh? It's, it's the West End of Cashmere. I like Leavenworth. Uh, it is. Um, yeah, you go down the hill from uh, Leavenworth, and just before you hit the uh, the uh, Coblets and Chitlets, whatever the fuck. Applets way. Applets way. Applets way. Applets way. The Applets and Chitlets. Coblets uh, and Chitlets. <laughs> okay. the fuck it is. Yeah, before you hit that, Cashmere's right there. And, it's right after the little playground, they have it's, this it's big. It's really, it's a cute, quaint little town. Yeah. Um, uh, we went again. We went there after we went rafting, so you can you can launch the raft your la- raft in Leavenworth and go all the way down through Cashmere towards Wenatchee, and then stop yeah. for a beer. Yeah. Cool. And um, I, it, they were really sweet and nice people there. Really shared a lot of gossip with me. I learned that. Um, Farmhouse Brewing is for sale right now for $1.4 million. So, boys, let's start saving our pennies and we can buy ourselves a brewery. They're uh, selling farmhouse. the, they're what, selling the farmhouse? farmhouse? Uh, or not all farmhouse. Uh, sorry, schoolhouse. Old schoolhouse. Oh, oh yes. You, bo- you yeah. posted or you wrote it to I us? I wrote it, I yeah. So, that. Old Schoolhouse over old in Old Schoolhouse is for sale, people. It's Jump for sale on it now. for $1.4 million. As long as it's like the uh, the Playboy Mansion where Hef- Hugh Hefner comes with the house. <laughs> As long as it's like that, where the head brewer comes Actually, with the brewery. it is like that. The brewers aren't leaving Old Schoolhouse. The owner just wants out. The owner, oh. I think, wants to be just oh, done running a business. Yeah, that's the brewers, cool. though, are that's staying That's a true with, thing, actually. Yeah. They with, sold to the Playboy Mansion, and Hef comes with the house. Eh. <laughs> um, but really? no, the, we get, the, we get that to keep the brewers there. So I'm hoping that another rich person can buy... Old school yeah, house. We don't have another case of Anheuser Busch. Here, you're talking. Yeah, I will. Um, yeah. And then I also learned about another brewery in Maple Valley called Lumberjacks, which is only open on Saturdays and it's in some guy's garage. And um, <laughs> you can go to Maple Valley and drink oh, beer. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> spill. I'm a wet in my trousers. We had a little bit of only a spill. Only one beer in, Jeff. Oh, my goodness. Well, I was. 
Talking and pouring. <laughs> Children never talk and pour. So, yeah, I, love, I, I liked Mile Post 111 when I went there the first time. They have really good food. It's a really good atmosphere. Yeah. Um, going there again when they just opened, so it's just the bar flies in me. Like, it was still, like, really opening and comfortable. <laughs> and are Those are pub flies, by the way. That sounds Different. like a young reader novel. The bar, bar flies. flies in me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a Counting Crows song. Jesus, but yeah. So, um, and there, I for a growler, I think I spent maybe twenty bucks for a growler full of beer. So, and that was with tips. You spent how much? Twenty. Twenty for growler and beer. For growler and beer. For growler and beer. (laughs) So reasonably priced. Um, You know, every time I've been to uh, Milepost One Eleven. They've always had a different beer selection as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's not necessarily even what's on their menu. Like, I'll try to order something off of their menu, and they're like, oh, we just blew that tap. No, we don't have any more, but we have this. Yeah. Like, it's truly rotating. Yeah. I'm, I'm picturing in my head something similar to the North Fork, where it's sort of uh, very loose. Like, they don't. Yeah. Well, not necessarily because the North Fork always has, like, the, the main. Three or four. Yeah. yeah. There's always There's always the IPA, the um, um, not the ESB, but, um, but there's always the IPA. There's there's always several on tap. Whereas right. Milepost 111, right. they have the beers that are from out of the city come in all the time, or the town, I guess you say, come in all the time. So like, they've got Ninkasi, <laughs> they've got um, Elysian, they've got other beers that are local and not um, on tap on on demand, but their personal brewed beers, right. once they're gone, they're gone. And the brewer make, comes up with another newfangled idea and makes a whole new beer. Um, I've talked to several of the locals and they've never had the same beer twice. If huh. they get specifically the Mile Plus 111 brews. Well, See, that, while that intrigues me, it also annoys the fuck out of me. I know. Because, you know, <laughs> like this beer right here, this should be in a fucking can or a bottle right here. This is an amazing beer. Yeah. It, We're giving it so nearly a perfect There's score. a good chance this will never exist again, what we're drinking. That's pretty much like this. Oh, um, I just brought structure today. Structure See, was the same way. You brought that electric wizard or whatever the fuck yeah. that, that first structure beer was. Yeah. We all loved it. I think we all gave it like fours and fives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was an amazing beer, and we'll never mm-hmm. have it again. Yeah. Yep. Well, hopefully well, there's enough. Luckily, demand. we record this shit. Yeah. So we can just wave this in their face and go, please, yeah. please for us. Well, that reminds me of the uh, one of my favorite beers that I that I've ever had was uh, on the uh, during the first Portland trip. At, we went to Full Sail, which was not a place I expected to find a, a beer that I really loved. They had something called Lord show. of Darkness, yeah, which was, was a dark beer. beer. And I was like absolutely stunned. And we all loved it. And we ended up coming back there later that night to have it again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, we, just, it was so good, and I I looked everywhere for it, bottled, you know, you, anything. No, she uh, our waitress she, that n- day and night. Yeah, she was there for like twelve hours. Yeah, I we know. came back a bunch of hours later. You're still here. You're back. You guys wow. are still going. You guys have been drinking How this are you whole time. Walking? I've been <laughs> here much. earning a living. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no, worthless <laughs> motherfucker. But uh, uh, what they, did you like to drink? But um, she said, yeah, it's only available at the see, brewery. I I heard her say that. But I was just like, maybe, just to admit maybe they'll do it. And so I, I would keep going to Elizabeth Station for months after that. I was like, mm, You're like, uh, did they? Uh? And I looked like, you know, and I know Full Sail does not have a very good reputation amongst craft breweries. So I always felt like um, I'm looking like the guy yeah, who doesn't quite have very good taste because I'm looking through all the Full Sail stuff. But but hands um, down, that was one of the best Full Sail beers. It was so good, man. I and it's but, just sad that it was a it was like an experimental thing. What did they uh-huh. call it? They, it was a special batch that they allowed their brewers to do like kind of on their own 
It was it was like do your own thing. I don't know. I was right. drinking, and, and I I actually found a, a thing online where they interviewed the guy who did that one. Oh, and, really? and uh, he was just like, "Yeah, this was really good. I was really happy with it." But we're never going to make it again. I was what, like, "Why?" why? You know, I, can, I can I can tell you why because yeah. it's too expensive to produce. Yeah. Uh, darker beers. There's a lot more uh, barley that goes into them, uh, and uh, that's that's expensive. Yeah. And yeah, as as you make a darker and darker beer, uh, you're you're boiling the sugars out. You need to use a lot more. Uh, actual barley, and that makes it more expensive. So to do it in large scale, it's costing the it's costing the brewery money. Yeah. Unless, of course, they charge an arm and a leg for it, and a lot of people don't want to spend you know eight or ten dollars a glass that's, for a beer. That's why I would spend my money I, for barley wines for less alcohol. Because yeah. it's not like you, you can boil it longer alcohol. or boil no, it hotter get to get the sugars out. Because the sugars you that you get are complex, much. and the yeast won't digest the them. So yeah. your beer, beer just its its finish will end up getting sweeter and sweeter, but not keep the same flavor character right okay there's there's a lot of different factors that, that go into brewing beers and i think that some of these kind of um uh these loose breweries that you know every single time they brew a beer it comes out differently there's a lot that like goes into a flavor of beer beyond just the recipe as far as like the different like okay put this much flour and this much sugar and these many eggs and this much baking soda and you've got mm-hmm. a loaf of bread mm-hmm. Uh, the the temperature that you uh, you uh, let the let the wort soak at mm-hmm. is yeah. a factor as far as how sweet or how not sweet it is, right? Uh, and how temperature is a big factor. Yeah. And yeah, the, the how long you boil the hops for and the type of hops you use, mm-hmm. but then also the temperature that you end up aging it at, because if it ends up aging too hot, you're going to end up with a beer that tastes a lot more like a Belgian ale. It's got it ends up with a lot of what are called esters. Right. In it, and that's kind of that cloyingly sweet, uh, like Belgian ale kind of flavor. Well, one one or of the reasons was, I've I've read that uh, um, like Germany and those northern countries brew lagers and pilsners is because at lower temperatures they're able to brew those. Okay, right? Because uh, any other beer, I- including ales, they need to be that. Temp- basically, it goes from like pilsner to lager to ales, and then everything up needs a much higher temperature to uh, um, to brew at. So, okay. have you guys heard about this mm. new home brewing appliance that Whirlpool is? Uh... Yeah, fuck them. We talked about that. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, that have... came up briefly on a previous uh, podcast. But I, yeah, that's yeah. um. What? I obviously didn't listen to that podcast. Well, Jesus, <laughs> dun, dun, somebody's dun. in trouble. That's why you're an intern, <laughs> and we'll always be an intern. Well, no, that's fine. We really we only mentioned it briefly and dismissed it as a ridiculous idea, and then moved on. But what's no? I'm there was a whole what you, bread thing. Was there? The, yeah. Oh we, no, we that was about a tangent that kind of kept yeah. going around and around. And that was around. a yeah. It was a, it was it was a conversation washing machine. It was a conversation point. black hole. Basically, <laughs> we went over. The event horizon like and never dryer. got back. <laughs> sometimes they live, sometimes they don't. <laughs> Please tell me it got homoerotic. <laughs> I'm sure it did at some point. Something to, about uh, the bread rising. Yeah. Bring all these guys back together. Mapos 111. Mm-hmm. Go to it. Okay, back to what you're yes. doing. Yes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think if, if this, I think this rep- year when I go over to my parents' house, which we're going to spend at least one day in Leavenworth, I will be stopping by Milepost 11 and buying those growlers. Yeah. So, if this is representative of the of the quality of the beer, We're talking this fantasy. We do want to drink Badger Mountain. I will be drinking Badger Mountain soon. Okay. So we watched a movie. 
You watched I, the movie. I assume I've we watched a movie. I've been in Wenatchee. They don't have movies in Wenatchee? They don't have saying? anything in Wenatchee. It is hills. <laughs> I haven't watched any movies, got guns. but I finally got around to watching the start of sense and I thought that that was a fantastic show. Oh, yeah? What, what oh, movie, Sense-Aid's What movie amazing. was I supposed to watch, Rick? Moon. Moon. Had you oh been paying God. attention to our thread? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Moon. <laughs> <laughs> I so don't he pays attention to the night. I don't, I don't listen. Knows. Yeah, I don't listen to the podcast. Moon. I don't pay attention to. I watched the, Kingsman. The moon. Does that count? Kingsman. No, that's, that's not even a great movie. That's not even. <laughs> that's not even close to the moon. <laughs> I get, I get, <laughs> okay, if, will it help if it was on my list? Of it's the same I, distance as we are now. It was on my list of things I wanted to do while I was in Wenatchee because I had nothing else uh-huh. to do. But yeah. then I went shooting instead. So uh-huh. that's how that happened. Sorry, you went shooting in Wenatchee. What did? How did you end so, up shooting? Um, when in Rome, yes. shoot things. Yes. Pretty much. Tell us about your shooting experience. I'm more interested in that than the moon. I shot guns, guys. <laughs> so I have a buddy um, from college. From okay, my... we should establish, though, that you have never shot guns prior to I have never shot this. a gun before. Right. I have never been... Well, I've held a gun before. I've pointed a gun at someone before. It was unloaded. But I pointed it at someone like an idiot. Um, Ooh, yeah. Why did my you do that? It was my ex-boyfriend. Because he showed up with Coors Light. Yes. <laughs> no, I was just okay. So I was just, I was literally just dicking around, and um, someone. We're my, breaking up, and I'm shooting you. The same buddy like handed me my gun, or handed me his gun to like look at, and I didn't. I don't know gun. Ed- I didn't know gun etiquette at the time. I was yeah. probably like 19, 20. Yeah. No gun etiquette at the time. So I was like, ah, it's empty. I'm pointing at you. And everyone's oh, like, I think oh. she grew up in the city. Yeah, that's one of those rules. I, Sorry, we don't have any drugs or leather for you. My dad. <laughs> <laughs> my dad used to take me out shooting when I was a kid, and uh, so I've, I'm kind of, I'm always fascinated by people who have never actually uh, used a gun. Um, yeah. But I, I, I did that once where I was, we were target shooting, and I, and I nailed this can that was like just way off in the distance. It was, it was out in this middle of nowhere, and I hit this can, and I saw the little can go, bing. I was like. And I turned with the gun at my dad. I go, I got it. I got it. He's going, no, no, stop. No. And I was like, oh, yeah, we don't do that. We don't point guns at Yeah, people. I learned a lot of gun etiquette this week um, that I didn't know. I learned the don't point it even if it's unloaded at people, yeah, but I learned yeah. a lot more. So anyways, the same friend, years later, he's now a police officer in the area, and he's got a boatload of guns. So apparently when you get one gun, you get 50. And that seems to be the trend with all of my friends. So he's in Wenatchee. He's got a boat. No, no Full boat. of guns. Just a closet full of guns. Oh, okay. <laughs> no well, boat. You know, Shalana is not that far away. <laughs> that's no, true. That's he's true. Actually, I, we actually had I a just r- imagine a rowboat just <laughs> packed with guns. And he's just like, <laughs> he opens up a, the door to an extra room in his ass going, that's my boat loaded good. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the TARDIS. It's a bad skit for SNL. It's bigger than it could possibly it's be for that inside. space. And, and maybe has a couple of guns that are converted into paddles so he can row it around. <laughs> there you go. So, um, no, he just stands boat. on the back of the boat and fires and it just <laughs> propels him the other direction. <laughs> so apparently this is the trend with people who own guns is that they just end up liking it and getting more guns. Mm-hmm. Um, so this and the, and It makes this, your penis feel bigger. Well, this guy is also really cool. He's super liberal. Um, so we actually had a really intelligent conversation about gun control and he was pretty much like... The way we're approaching it's not appropriate, but at the same time, civilians shouldn't own automatic weapons. It's like an assault rifles, yeah. uh, just saying as a cop. But yeah. that's yeah. neither here nor there. This is a fun podcast, not a politically charged one. <laughs> anyway, so I go over to their house because they're like, you want to go shooting? I have my forty five on me. I'm like, okay, let's cool. Let's go shooting. So we stop by their house, and they pull out their forty. 
and their nine and their magnum and another I, 45. I had a really bad joke go through my head and I don't know if I should God, say it. <laughs> and when, a, when a cop in Wenatchee asks you if you want to go shooting and you say yes and then he says, let's go see who we can pull over. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, go ahead. And, um, and then he also story. pulled out his AR-15, which yeah. I got to hold an assault rifle and I was like, wow, this is really fucking big. Yeah. Good God. Um, so we went up the hill. There's a couple of shooting ranges in Wenatchee because um, mm-hmm. a small town needs two. <laughs> and we went. So he's. So we went to the one where the police. Wenatchee's not that small. Wenatchee's so, pretty tiny. But there's the. There's a highbrow shooting range, and then they need one yeah, downtown. They tiny. need one. They need one for the conservatives, and they need one for the right wing. Well, there's Wenatchee, <laughs> and then there's East Wenatchee. <laughs> well, we were in East Wenatchee. Oh, oh those fuckers in Wenatchee. Anyways, so um, found out that I really enjoy shooting 40 ha- 40s. Yeah. Like the 40 handgun, I can do, I have more control of that. Oh, I thought you meant 40 ounce uh, beers. 40 <laughs> ounce to freedom. I, it's hard to shoot a 40. <laughs> no, it's not. You get a gun and you shoot the 40. It's easy. Yeah. yeah. And then I uh, completely unloaded an, the AR 15 and I found out that I'm very good at distance shooting. So now I'm looking at my husband going, Can I get a. Like something to play with that shoots things far, far but away. But it, it makes you feel like, mm. <laughs> I actually didn't have that. I actually didn't have that experience. Like, I talked to Brandon, he said, You're going to feel so powerful. And I didn't have that euphoric, I am powerful experience. I had mm-hmm. that, I'm putting all my hate into this little pointy bullet. I'm going to shoot it at the target. I'm going to feel much better. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I feel much better. Like, yeah, it was, but there's that too. It was very stress relieving, <laughs> cathartic. But yeah, and I found out that I can hit a bullseye at thirty yards with an AR fifteen. So that was cool. Um, whereas you can get I can't a lot hit, of stuff. Where I can't hit a bullseye with a forty, forty five, or a magnum or a nine, um, five yards away. I can get pretty fucking close, but within feet. So so just to clarify yeah. when I was talking about shooting a forty, I wasn't talking about shooting it. I was like you know, shotgunning a twelve ounce beer, yeah, shooting. That's, that's what I beer. <laughs> so I was like shooting a forty. So like uh, the way we used to do it back in high school with bottles, you know, stick a, a flexi straw down into it and shoot. It. That's how you did it. I just poked a hole in the can and went to town. Well, you can't that's, poke a hole in a glass bottle. Man. When I was in school, so, we had to be creative. We had <laughs> beer balls. <laughs> well, when you before you had beer bongs before. You know, kids got creative and like went to the hardware store and bought five dollars worth of stuff to make a beer bong. Maybe my friends were just really dumb. I'm sorry. Thanks, but, Brandon, for opening us up we, to lawsuits. We never bought anything. What you just described, and Brandon. I hate to break this to you. Yeah. The reason you had to go buy that stuff is because my generation stole it all from chemistry, <laughs> from the chemistry class. So, but but shotgunning bottles of beer, it yeah. can be done. Obviously, you can't stick a hole in it. You stick a flexi straw in it. Okay. I don't. I don't understand. It it, rela- it relieves the I, pressure. I like so, when you're shotgunning a beer, you stick a hole in it, and that relieves the suction pressure, so it all comes out, right? So where does really it come fast. out then? Into your mouth. But so where in so the you, bottle? So you take the flexi straw and stick it inside the bottle, and it curves up and, and out, the, and it curves up and out. So when you Wrap your lips oh. around it. The little straw is still sticking out. So when you go like this, you were much more creative than we were. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's that's vindicating, I guess. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> I've I've had some conversations with you where I thought to myself, "Wow, Jeff, you are a very creative individual." <laughs> so you know, praise from the praiseworthy. I'll I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> 
But anyway, Moon, what'd you think? <laughs> what'd you think? They didn't watch Moon. <laughs> they didn't watch Moon. Moon is an amazing sci-fi movie that yes, you is. both need to watch. You should watch it. Absolutely. It's and we probably shouldn't give any spoilers because it's one of those movies where once it's spoiled, it's almost kind of, you're missing a, a good... One of the it kind of spoils itself reasons. a little bit early on, but you, at the same time... It drops hints about what's going you on. You just but need to fucking watch it. Yeah. We'll, how it's about a, It's a, it's about a small this? indie film that was uh, made by Duncan Jones, the person who just directed uh, the Warcraft movie. Yes. Uh, also David Bowie's son. Um, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, was, it was made on... Just the lowest budget, like $5 million, $5 million to make bucks. this movie. It yeah. made its money back and twice as much. It, it made nice. about $10 million, a little bit more, I think, uh, worldwide, uh, in America and worldwide together. Um, yeah. And it's a lot of practical effects with a little bit of CGI. And uh, uh, one, of the, one of the funny things I wanted to bring up about the movie was... Uh, um, I, I don't remember exactly, but somehow they ran into Kevin Spacey and wanted him to be oh. the voice of the computer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spoilers. And yeah. Uh, he said, well, I don't know. He, he read the script. He thought it was really good, but he was like, this is not going to be made. And if you do make it, it's going to be on a low budget. It's probably going to be crap. I don't know if I want to do this. So what they did was actually filmed the whole movie with, uh, I believe, Duncan Jones or somebody else's voice or the producer's voice as the computer sent it to him. He was like one of the first person to see the entire film. He went, oh, my God, I will do it, because the film was that good. He was just, wow, this is an amazing film. Wow. I will do it. So he ended up being the voice of the computer. Wow. Just yeah. by watching the movie. He, and They're like, and Kevin, you remember that movie you said was going to be crap and on a low yeah, budget? Yeah, like, well, never, nobody's ever going to make this here, movie. It's here, a brilliant let, script, but no one's ever going to make this movie. We're, we're going to offer you, offer you first right of refusal. Are you sure now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much, no, and he leaped on it. He leaped on it and... Yeah, amazing, amazing movie. It just really kept on humping until it was done. It's, it's sorry, it's a, it's a great film. It's um for me, I you know I don't want to give any spoilers because I I genuinely do not want to ruin this film for anybody. This is uh, it's hard sci-fi. I mean, yeah, it's, it is definitely sci-fi. that's it. And, and by hard sci-fi, I mean actual, honest to god sci-fi, the real stuff that Hollywood usually runs screaming from. You know, can't we insert Ooh. something? Things okay. like her <laughs> silent running. Um, God, what else? 2001, 2001 Gattaca. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Blade Runner, those lines. Blade Runner yeah. technically is, although it gets a... I, it so they kept mentioning Blade Runner that. I'm like, I don't know if Blade Runner is hard it, so far. It, it is, it is. It's, it's, it is there's nothing it's in it. It's post-apocalyptic. Blade Runner? Wait, no. Dystopian, it's, maybe. Not a post-apocalyptic. I think of it the same thing it's, for me yeah, in it's my dystopian. head. Yeah. Like... The, the, there's, or well, there's a little we bit of live in it right now. Okay, maybe I used the wrong word. I don't care. It's fucking Friday, and it I is had... fucking Friday. And you spent the week in Eastern Washington. And, yeah. and once I'm done with this beer, I can't wait to hear about the next Badger Mountain Brewery. Badger, 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 yeah, it's um, it's I I would I would definitely recommend it. It's um, I I very rarely uh, my my rating for movies is always based on uh, whether I would rewatch a film or not, and this is definitely a. I mean, this is my second time watching it. This and is like my fourth time watching. Yeah, it. it's on my list again. I mean, so I'll I'll watch it again. It's one of those movies too that even though there's a thing that happens that I don't want to tell you about <laughs> that makes the whole <laughs> movie right. What, one yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's it's not. Even though once you know that, even though you you know where it's going, it's still worth watching 
because it's one of those movies that drops little hints and and the second time you watch it you catch all the little you like oh yeah okay i'm seeing all the little things now and it's it's like one of those rare movies that keeps yielding new you know interesting details and, and little things also of course it. one one thing that uh, made it cheap was they there was maybe five actors in the whole movie yeah so i mean Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam Rockwell is the main actor in the movie. Oh, really? So, um, yeah. Dude, yeah, I love Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. Well, and Kev- he's so good. Confessions Kevin, of a Dangerous Mind. Love yeah. that film. And Kevin Spacey, you know, as the as the as the AI or the robot on the yeah. ship, you know, and nice. um, and Another you find movie. out you find out that he's Kaiser Soze at the end. It's really, it's really uh, spoilers. Difficult. Oh no! Did I just say that out loud? Spoilers. <laughs> But just okay, about well, again, I'm well, Kaiser Sose. It's, it's a great, it's a great. What's All that? Right, well, What's that? I said, I'm Kaiser Sose. No, I am. <laughs> no, I am. No, I am, and so is my wife. I'll fucking fip you. I'll fucking fip you. My favorite line in that whole fucking movie was him in, in that fucking being interviewed by the cop. I'll fucking fip you. I'll fucking fip you. He's so Don't know where he got that accent. And I've seen him in an interview where they asked him where he got that accent. He was like, I don't know. I just made shit up. He just completely ad libs it. That's, <laughs> but that's Benicio del Toro. Yeah. He's Even so when awesome. he was young, so young and so who, thin. Who, by the way, is going to be in the next Star Wars film? Yay. Really? Benicio? Yeah. Nice. Yes. Not only is he in the Avengers, he's a. The man is making money hand over fist, isn't he? Mm, kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn it, I was going to look something up, and y'all just. So, are you guys following any of the news coming out of E3 this week? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, somebody is. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a text while Bree was in Wenatchee. Get on your Amazon Prime pre-order this now. <laughs> Zelda. Oh my yes, god! The Zelda did look pretty. Wasn't amazing. that cool? Wasn't oh that awesome? Oh my god! I oh my god! I masturbated so hard to that game that night. The, here's, here's the thing about Nintendo, though: is they've got to actually get the goddamn game out. That Shut your be... fucking face! It's coming out this December. It's um, not going to change. Don't they need to get a new uh, console out first? <laughs> no, the uh, the Nintendo NX is coming out afterwards. Yeah. Um, so they've already declared that they Nintendo's officially stated Miyamoto has officially stated that the uh, new Zelda games will be made for the Wii U and for their new Nintendo NX, which is the current name. The, they might change it. I don't know. The yeah. reason um, for the postponement has been uh, their graphics engine. I understand that they no. the, they're futilely trying to keep up with the cutting edge of graphics, yeah. and so they basically decided that now that they've designed the game and they're They've they've got it pretty much put together. It's not. It it doesn't have good enough graphics, yeah. and so they went back to the drawing. I just I've never been that bothered by graphics. I mean, for me, as long as it convinces me that you know, as long as I can see what it is, well, right. it's not. That but, big they're, but they're trying to compete with uh, Sony. No, they're that, not. Uh, well. <laughs> Okay, so so here's my theory. Is wow, Brandon. Next, you, so how does that make you feel, Brandon? So the next console uh, that Sony is going to be releasing is... I'm an asshole. Going, 20, 20 years from now, Brandon, when you've been married 20 years, you're going to know what that just meant. <laughs> oh, I, for now, enjoy your blissful ignorance. <laughs> I've, I've got a hint. <laughs> But yeah, what anyway. was I saying? You were talking about the gra- oh. them keeping up with the graphics. Oh, oh well, okay. So what it was is some of Nintendo's competition. They've announced that the next console that they're releasing is going to be really pushing what a 
television can oh now that is a that's a fucking poor bitch that was rick just just got a perfect pour i'm actually uh, just for the podcast (laughs) listeners i'm going to photograph this pour (laughs) it's time for beer selfie but i think you needed to film my pour so which was a complete and utter (laughs) fuck up and i still poured perfectly i will post this the day the day that we put out the podcast i will post this as the reason i told brian i pretty much just shut brian down right there really quick um i've actually done research into it they're really sony and microsoft are competing yeah nintendo does not need to compete with them they compete in terms of numbers but because they have something called nostalgia People are always going to come back and buy. They their also games. have a thing uh, yeah, called yeah. Uh, what's it called? Um, Japan. Yep. <laughs> also, to Sony technically. <laughs> Sony technically, but I think in Japan, um, Nintendo outsells mm-hmm. Sony. Yeah, in, in, in Japan. In proper. Japan, they sell out the most. Um, but so I'm, I'm wow. sorry to shut you down, sweetie. It's but okay. I I I know my console <laughs> wars. <laughs> I'm shutting. I'm a bad wife. Well, the uh, speaking. It, of, it's okay if I thought you respected my opinion. This no, relationship that's would have gone a lot different. Below the belt. Ago. Speaking <laughs> of, uh, I was going to say you're not a bad wife. He's a shit bag. Never mind. <laughs> speaking of realism and graphics, though, there's another story that caught my eye out of um, from E3, which is that the uh, Resident Evil Seven. They've been. They've yeah. been. Demoing that for people on the VR thing, you know, for for the PlayStation. I will always be too poor for VR. And it's, yeah, but it's actually so, so realistic, and the movement is so, you know, they've gotten all the nuances of movement and everything. I guess it's actually making people sick, and it's not for the normal. Jeff and I were talking about this before the podcast. I guess that's pretty typical that VR, you know, the the whole, you know, yes, it's that it's can a make motion sickness. Sick. Motion sickness, it's really, what it because I've but been in it, VR and I was a dragon, and, and that's what yeah. it's called. So, you are a dragon. But what's and and I. My wife got ill. She started getting nauseous yeah. while she was doing this because you're you're flying and you're it's, it's completely just, 40 I just want to hear Jamila, and you're flying and I don't know why I'm doing this. It's a podcast. I just want to hear but, uh, say. I just want to hear her say in her accent, Jeff. I'm about to puke on this dragon. <laughs> no, she just pulled the damn thing off okay. and threw it at the guy. Who was like, oh, thousands of dollars. <laughs> um, and then she ran away and was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. I'm going to throw up. And then I got on there and it was, it, I didn't get sick, but as soon as the dragon flipped, I did it too. Oh, yeah, so I almost yeah. took a header into their computer screen. Yeah. So, so the, physi- physiologically speaking, the reason why that happens is because we have cilia and water and fluid in our ears, and that's where the balance comes from. So you right, get motion right. sickness when that fluid is rocking back and forth like on a boat or mm-hmm. in a car. Um, yes, but it, it almost seems to do it regardless of but, whether you're moving or not. No, and that's the point. Because right. your brain, visuals are moving. Yeah. Your brain is registering movement, so your brain is conflicting with the balance mechanisms in your ear, so it's yeah. causing, it's sending yeah. conflicting yeah. messages, which is upsetting your balance, because although your the cilia is in the water, in the fluid in your ears are like remaining flat, your v- vision is seeing things rocking and changing and moving around you, and since it's VR, that's your technical reality. Yeah. So it's, Throwing all the safety mechanisms in your body off kilter, which is why you tend yeah. to get sick the but, first few times. But what's interesting right. about this is, and slightly different than all of those things, is the fact that it's what's causing it for people. They've they've pinpointed it with with several people have given them feedback. It's the fact that you can actually move your character's view around with the stick. So you're looking around, and then all of a sudden you use the stick to move over, and people are saying right at that moment uh-huh. when the view changes, but they don't physically move. They're getting like this kind of jolt mm-hmm. of oh my yeah. god, what is happening? It's like that's it's like exactly what she's describing, though. Yeah. But it's yeah. slightly different because it's it's movement, 
that they're not physically registering. Exactly. In, that's why. That's what she just. just so, like in the well, regal, I wasn't I'm listening to her. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's. <laughs> you so have to read the article. It, I, I haven't done this in a while, but Rick, you're fired. <laughs> so it's kind of like you know when you're at the. I don't know if this happens for you guys. I get a, my tummy jumps every time I watch the Regal Cinemas roller coaster when it goes down that huge dive. Yeah. Even though I'm not moving, yeah. the fact that my brain is is seeing uh, something that is moving from my perspective, I still get that lurch because my brain's sending signals to my the rest of my body saying we're about to go down. Yeah. Um, so that's how the VR works, and that's why things are so discombobulated because. You're not moving, but your world is, and it's yeah. the homeostasis is being thrown off. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. You, you've you've got a portion in your temporal lobe, which is right behind your ears, and that's where your inner ear communicates to. And you've got the other portion in your occipital lobe, which is in the back of your brain. Yeah. That's your visual cortex, and there con- there there are structures that are cr- constantly cross checking each other, and as soon as they get conflicting information, mm-hmm. they're like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that, that's the neurologic. You know where this isn't where this uh, this can't be a problem though is with uh, VR porn, which they also demonstrated at at E3. And I'm going to post this for people who are listening to the podcast. I'm going to post this on our on our Facebook page because it's too funny not to look at. They have um, CNET did a live demo of VR porn where they had one of their tech writers sit up on a little stage area and he put the thing on and they had screens where you could see what he was seeing. Right, and they were getting his reaction. There was like an audience, and and I f- kind of felt bad for the guy because you could tell like a couple points he was kind of like right on that little verge of sort of getting into it, and then he's like, mm, okay, okay. <laughs> Remember, you, you're you in front of five hundred people. I know, I know. And this, you is know, he video. had an earbud, and there was somebody going, "You're with people. <laughs> you're with people. Put it away." Don't. <laughs> We have an erection thing on your pants. But he was, you could tell he was like, he kept hitting that little moment of, you know, he was trying to joke about it, but he, it just occasionally you could hear him. And it was, I felt bad for the guy. I was like, you need to not be getting into this. I'm right here now. for erection protection. <laughs> but the worst part about this video, the worst part about this video is not so much that is the, uh, the CIO. There's nothing bad about the video. No, 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 no. It's actually really fascinating. It's really interesting glimpse into where the, where a lot of people are going with VR. But um, the CIO of the company who does who does this was there on site and sitting next to him. You know, do, presenting the whole thing. And um, the company name is I wrote it down somewhere. I think it's Naughty America. Yeah, Naughty America. And the guy, the guy is like a cartoon character. He is like exact. He's a, a little bit nerd. Like because it's a video game company, but he's also like a little bit Glenn Quagmire. He's got like the kind of greasy hair. He's like the nerdy Larry Flint or something. It's the weirdest thing. Oh, as if Larry Flint wasn't nerdy enough. (laughs) But the whole time he's got like this little kind of sleazy grin, and he's got his kind of like that "Hey, ladies" angle to his Uh. to his head. You know, he's like, "Yeah." (laughs) I'm just like, "Oh my god, this is like." Ladies, you know that man at the end of the bar? Yes. That seems to stare intently at eventually every woman in the bar. Tell me more. That's that guy. (laughs) Yeah. But he seems to be kind of like enjoying watching the CNET tech writer. You know what I mean? It's just weird. Like it's like I'm enjoying this for the for the demonstration of the technology and seeing where this is going, but 
the two people involved in it are making me very uncomfortable for <laughs> really different reasons. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you look at the at the guy over there, and you're thinking, "Hmm, I bet he thinks he's the next Elon Musk." <laughs> like he's like, "I've I've broken through the technology barrier." I'm the. <laughs> What's an Elon Musk? Uh, he's uh, Tesla. Yeah. Oh he, yes, I was trying to remember that Tesla. guy. Yeah, yeah. Weird ass name the other yeah. day. Like he's it's like touted I know as I being that like a, a genius of our time and like yeah. you know <laughs> an innovator <laughs> of all things. Oh my god! And the scenarios on the screen were hysterically. I I'm going to innovate your dick. <laughs> That's literally. It was supposed to be him. The VR thing was him laying back like in a chair, and his girlfriend's coming up to him, and she's like, "What are you doing?" You know, and she's like, <laughs> "You want to know what I'm doing? I'm drinking beer from Badger Mountain Brewing. This is what good stuff. the fuck? What? A new Amazon original series might take you back to 1970. Yada da da. Yes. Sea <laughs> <Same laughs> <and the> monsters. <laughs> Holy shit, Why? sorry about E3. Why does but that exist? Sid Marty Croft, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Oh. Is a I new want, show. I want, a, I want VR Sigmund and the Sea Monsters porn. Yeah. <laughs> you want puppet porn? Or just people no. in big fuzzy suits porn? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, E3, the, a lot of the stuff that came out of E3 just makes me want to buy a PS4. Because yeah. I showed you the God of War, yeah, 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 which That's looked awesome fucking looking. fantastic. Kind of reminds you of Skyrim a little bit. Yeah, um, the uh, Horizon, one of the other ones was Horizon, Horizon uh, Zero Dawn, yeah. which amazing. Um, and it was a female protagonist that, um, yes, is third person, but they cover her ass. So that's kind of respectable at some point. Um, <laughs> and it looks amazing. It, the world looks amazing. It, it, I thought it was. I don't know. You just have to go see it. Maybe I'll. I'll do it. A little yeah. post when this uh, uh, podcast comes out, but the other one was called um, Detroit Becoming Human, and essentially what it was, it shows this man walking into what is obviously a uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's obviously some sort of police officer. Okay. Um, um, there's uh, a woman there that's like, no, you can't do this. And obviously you're playing this android. Mm-hmm. And this woman's like, you can't do this with an android. You can't do this. And it's a hostage situation with a little girl and another android. Hmm. And you are trying to make decisions in this hostage situation with this other android. And it, it's fantastic. I'm describing it horribly. Yeah. But it is. it looks beautiful. It... it, it it looks emotional and mm-hmm. just absolutely amazing. Yeah. So cool. uh, just go watch these these trailers. They're yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch a lot of... Uh, I watched Mafia 3, which I definitely will get. One thing I was... And I, I think I mentioned this to you. One thing I was very surprised at uh, was um, I would say at least half, which is a moving forward... Of these video games, either didn't none of them, half of them didn't star a white guy. Okay. Um, Asian people, uh, women, and 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 other people, other than just the white guy, which I thought was yeah. very cool. Yeah, for a lot of these, uh, some of these are you know AAA people coming out with these games, and I was very surprised at a lot of this. Yeah. So, so. H- historically, video games have been as The white- Duke Nukem of everything. <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 they've been as whitewashed as Hollywood. Uh, if not more, yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
but um, this year they seem to be moving in a different direction. Let's just put it that way. I wouldn't say things are fixed no. at all, but <laughs> Link's still a boy. So there you go. But I don't know. I, I did see the Zelda, um, and it looked beautiful. I'm not going to go out and buy a Nintendo. Sorry. You can come over and play mine. I might take a week off. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll play by myself and think of you. Weird, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, this new beer, um, I'm waiting for a story about Badger Mountain. Okay. Um, good beer. So it's a it's a pretty good it's a pretty solid stout. Um, low ABV, which made me happy because that means I can really in a stout. It's like six point six percent. Wow. Yeah. So you can drink it till the cows come home. That's why I noticed about <laughs> AB about um, Badger Mountain. I went to look at all their beers. None nothing crossed. I think only one beer crossed seven percent. Hmm. So they're all low ABV beers. Um, I read through their menu and they've got a pretty diverse selection. Um, when I went around. Wenatchee, I asked a few people since apparently Wenatchee's got breweries sprouting up like dandelions, um, which was the best. And I got a resounding, you need to go to Badger Mountain from everybody. Um, so Badger Mountain's right by the railroad tracks on the river on Arondo Street, which I thought was a really cool name. Arondo. <laughs> Makes me think of uh, a Spanish drama. Um, anyways. Arondo. Arondo. Anyway, so I got there at noon because their hours said noon every day on their website, but it turns out they don't open until 2, which was kind of disappointing. So I ended up hanging out there for like an hour and a half, parked outside, knitting like a nerd. Um, <laughs> but when I got in there... Um, you, you put Since when is this knitting beer? for nerds? <laughs> Sorry. I, well, because I'm knitting in a car outside a brewery. I don't know. I guess hipster. Is that hipster? Not nerd? Is that hipster? I don't think I don't it know. matters. <laughs> I don't judge. But um, anyway, so I get in there, and of course, it's, it's just open, so it's completely dead. There's only one guy in there, and all he wants is a root beer, because they make root beer there, too. <laughs> Holy shit, I bet it's good. It sounded good. They're out of it. They've, they ran out a few times over the week already. Yeah. So apparently, their root beer's in high demand. Um, mm. They just started bottling, and, and, and it's now being sold in little markets all over eastern Washington. Um, so I went in there, and... They had a couple of takes on beer that I haven't heard of before. They have a golden ale, which is made with honey and toffee. And it's like, kind of like a, resembling a British um, wheat ale, but more sweet, if that makes sense. I didn't try that one because I was focused on everything else. Um, they had a pretty solid list. And um, so I tried. They had two different stouts. They had a Russian Imperial Stout, which was much more bitter than I'm used to from a Russian Imperial style, but it oh, surprisingly worked. It worked really well. It was yes. super yes, good. Yeah. Um, and then I tried their porter, which was a porter, um, but it was actually a really light porter. I'm used to porters being really like thick and almost syrupy. Like they're full of stuff, but their porter was, it was light. Um, I could easily see myself downing three pints before I go, hmm, I should probably stop. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Um, but I ended up choosing what they call their crema stout. So it um, was brewed with, of course, coffee. Uh, I know you guys can taste that coffee. Can toffee. That. No, I don't oh. really taste much coffee. Ooh, I'm getting, I, yeah, wow, thunder. So, um, it's it going to rain. It was brewed with coffee, toffee, chocolate. I get the chocolate. It was My bunions with, are um, acting up. I think I, there's something else in there. Their website lists everything they brew their beers with. I'm just ignoring you. <laughs> you um, should. You should. Keep going. And, um, We're listening. It was We're about listening. 20. It was about 21 for the growler and the beer with a tip. So they're also reasonably wow. priced. Wow. That's incredibly reasonably priced. Um, wow. 
and the God. staff are super friendly when I went there. A little As I sp- said, I've I've never run into un- really unfriendly people in Wenatchee. I, I haven't. I have. You want me to tell them? I can tell my motel story. I can tell my motel story until the cows come home. Oh, my fucking God. I hate that guy. Anyways, <laughs> I had a wonderful trip in Wenatchee. That <gasps> is a, we're going we're gonna to put a pin in that. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Let's continue Badger um, Mountain. So anyways, Badger Mountain, uh, it definitely is kind of, it's, it's, built to serve a lot of folks at the same time they do have a small food menu that i've heard is also pretty good although i didn't get the get the food um but i their website looks really good they do a lot of like trivia events and tap trail kind of events so I'm they have a tap trail in i'm Wenatchee? starting to wonder if they do i didn't see anything that's a tap trail but they said it's called the ale trail so i think they just have these. they call oh, yeah. that in bend as well so i think maybe so maybe it's a tap trail maybe it's just a try out all the local pubs because there's a whole lot of them but um there were a few other breweries in wenatchee proper itself that um i chose badger mountain over there's columbia city there's wenatchee um or no, Columbia Valley, Wenatchee Valley. I don't know if they're the same or not. I've heard them called both. Saddle Rock is a gastro pub that just started doing their own microbrews. And I think there, there was at least one more, but I'm not coming up with the name. I'm drawing a blank because I ran out of brain space. Um, brain but space. apparently breweries are up and coming in Wenatchee. So, um, like, it... It was well, good. Yeah, good. it was. It was kind of weird. I felt like I was home because I was like, I could walk down the street and there's a brewery, and then I walk in the other sh- the other way and there's another brewery, and then there's a farmer's market. I'm like, is this Bellingham? Well, let's hope. Hopefully, you in- you have infected them with Bellinghamness. I think I did a good I, job. I, I, I honestly hope so. And this this is good beer. I mean, this is. If I was I was a little hesitant when you said crema. Whatever the fuck this it's is. It's not it's, milky. It's, it is a stout. It's not milky. That is true. It has the thickness of a stout. Um, it doesn't really have the bite. It's a little more sweet than I'm used to. And, and when, you imperial. when you mention When you mention, yeah, but imperial stouts, it depends on what kind of stout. Like the Russian imperial should be a little bit sour. It should be, there should be something sour there. And when, when, you're, when you're talking about uh, any, uh, other stouts, maybe they aren't. This I think has a great balance to it. I think it, yeah. it it's a very good beer. I don't know if I'd give it as I don't think I would give it a four point five like I did the mile post. No, the mile post definitely but rules my heart. Reds are more along my taste buds. For, um, this this is a solid three, three and a half. Three um, and a half. As at least, as solid. a stout it's a great drinker, example of a good stout. Yeah, oh, as yes, as a stout is. drinker, yeah. this is a really solid stout. Um, and I I always I'm ca- I love darker beers, but I am I like we I also brought the dark persuasion as an example of really thick and heavy beers. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a German chocolate cake ale from Icicle. Um, but so that's at the far end of the I can sort of drink this and still like it spectrum. Drink this it is, as opposed to chew it. Yes, this is kind of right in the middle, and um, it's definitely better than some of the stouts I've had around in Bellingham. Mm-hmm. Which I can honestly say, there's been a f- there's a few stouts that I would rank way below this one, mm-hmm. um, but it's definitely a beer that I will, if I'm ever in Wenatchee, I'll go back and have again. Yeah, Kolschen, cool. their the Russian Imperial is fucking amazing. It's perfect. It is. Oh, yeah. It is fucking amazing. It's perfect. It, it's 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 a, nearly a perfect fucking beer. Absolutely. Um, you're Wander, right. There is Wander's there's some stouts around well. here that no. Mm. But this is a very good. Yeah, if yeah. I, I would have got brought the imperial, the Russian imperial, except that um, and it this costs is, this, way too much. Money. It costs way too much. This relates back to um, the darker beers costing more money because there's more barley that goes into it. And the the bartender was really cool because she explained to me why. She first she warned me. Um, it, they called it the Cesarina. 
um, <laughs> take it at Say's Arena, huh? Um, Imperial Stout. And she explained to me that it's going to cost more money, just so you know. It's going to be an extra $15, $16. And I'm like, oh, why is that? She goes, oh, well, because we get the barley from here and we do this from here yeah. and the materials just cost more money. And she was really... As the intern said, it's a little bit more expensive. Yeah, exactly what the intern said. <laughs> so, But she was... She was able to identify, you know, where every what thing comes from, which is really mm-hmm. cool. I haven't had a brewer actually sit me down and tell me about that stuff yet. Yeah. Um, and I will tr- no try wander sometime. Jesus, those guys go on about that. Stuff. I it's it's actually kind of awesome and it's very cool. I really like it when brewers do that, and you know, and for a brewer to but see the thing is, a brewer brewers don't generally initiate that with me, like. Usually, you know, I get the whole, oh, she's a girl, write her off. Um, like, that's why I love Milepost so much is that they took me really fucking seriously. And they're like, you know beer? Let's test your chops. And I got this really cool smorgasbord of, of beer samples. And we, I actually had a, like about a half hour conversation with a couple of strangers yeah. about beer. Wow. Whereas with, uh, and, and Badger, they were also really open and excited. I think it's because it's a smaller community that, you know, People who are visiting town, they bring more people when they come back to visit. So um, they were super friendly. Um, I would really like to go there again and try the rest of their menu. There's a few beers that I'm super interested in that, unfortunately, I didn't have the pocket money to just spend blatantly. Um, But next time I'm in Wenatchee, I'm swinging by there again. Well, part of the reason why they opened up to you maybe is because I wasn't with you. (laughs) You walked in and they were like, oh, you know, this, this girl's interested in beer. You walk in with me and they're like, oh. Who's that poser with that girl? Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, sweetie. <laughs> well, I, I just so, wanted to. I've, I've sort of sat out here with the uh, with the discussion of this one, but I, I I love this. I'm giving this one a five, which is a rare. What? Rare yes, I did, I did it. I did it. I did. I found Rick's dream. Really? I've, only, I've only given. What is that? What is that sound? That. Oh my God! <laughs> is that hell freezing over? That's the first horn of the uh, <laughs> Revelation Apocalypse. <laughs> Rick, are you sure it's a five? It might be. Oh no, like it's a five. I love it. I love. There's nothing about this I don't love. And Four. in fact, I, I've uh, the. I'm not picking up on on half of the flavors you're talking about. It was, for me, really, I'm getting just the cocoa flavor. If yeah, I, it's but the, I the love crema. It. I can definitely taste the cream. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just a stout. It's a. St- Cream but it's stout. not. You know what the thing? That my my only complaint with dark. I love dark. No beer, coffee. By the way. I, you mentioned coffee flavors. Didn't taste it. Sorry. Yeah. My only problem with dark beer is that I sometimes feel like I'm kind of being. Um, it's kind of like Gulliver. I feel like I'm being pinned down to the ground. You know, I feel like I'm being kind of weighted down to. It's um. I sometimes I feel like it's almost like I almost like overwhelming. But this is like uh. I like this. No, this is this is um. This is um, I could drink a lot of this. That's why I like this so that. much. Is that yeah. I could easily sit down and have three or four glasses of this and not notice. Yeah. Um, I think they 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 kind of minimize the things that make us feel super heavy when we drink a dark beer, and really emphasized on their flavor um, components, which I appreciate thoroughly. Like you know, I've right. had some cream beers. Like this isn't even like if you look through the glass, it doesn't even look like a cream beer. I don't even know, but um, it, it's too clear because usually with with cream beers, they're super cloudy. And you can't see through. Um, I, I can't see. There's I can. no light at Maybe all I'm coming through this. Maybe I just got a bigger glass. <laughs> but um, there's just not enough left. It's it's just it's it's uh, definitely lighter. It's um, good stuff. So I, I feel like this whole episode has been all three of these beers that we've had. Oh wait a minute, we've only talked about two of them on the actual episode. There was a pre. <laughs> 
podcast beer from uh, I Structure. We, I thought we talked about that. No, no we, we didn't. didn't. It was the ICU. Oh, Hibiscus. that was the pre-pre-podcast. We <laughs> yeah. talked about that. Apologies. That the local Structure brewery. The ICU. Yeah. It was a grapefruit hibiscus saison. Yeah, and I love that, too. That was like, I gave that a four. Um, right along with the mile post. Absolutely. It was an amazing beer. I, I have, these amazing all three beer. of these. The, these are all four plus. Well, I gave this one a 3.5. Sorry. Oh, wow. So, so Rick, I, I was curious when you guys were talking about the, the flavors that you're picking up with this uh, Badger Mountain Crema. And uh, so yeah. I looked it up. And among other things, first, first thing that uh, stood out is Badger Mountain. Uh, they, they say uh, the... The ingredients for all of their beers, 95% of them come from within Washington State. Huh. Kind of cool. Uh, as far as uh, the, the character of the beer, they claim um, uh, caramel, plum, hint of tobacco, biscuits. Mm. Biscuits. Um, I taste Smooth and tobacco, rich chocolate, yeah. coffee. Biscuits? And specifically among biscuits, cinnamon rolls. <laughs> cinnamon rolls, Jeff. I get the cinnamon. You're not looking at me. But I definitely taste the uh, um, the tobacco. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I definitely get that. It's I just took the last swaller yeah, of this beer. I call it a swaller because it's from Eastern Washington. <laughs> but uh, um, a roasty, toasty swaller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely get that 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 hint of tobacco. Uh huh. No, oh, I'm not getting. I must not have. I, I might I'm have often, to change my. That's okay, I, Rick. You gave it a five. Just sh- no, no, no. I've <laughs> I've suspected for a long time that my palate is not nearly as uh, refined and and sensitive as as others. I think you I'm mean complex, that. sir. Complexity, yeah. My, complex. <laughs> my palate is not as complex. You're also a hair lip, apparently. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> but, that yeah. Does, but, yeah. that, but that doesn't yeah. help. That doesn't help. Uh, apologies to any hair lips out there. Um, <laughs> Is there any left? I don't, I don't not know. In this, I don't know. Do they exist anymore? You talk uh, yes, about the beer do. or hair yes, lips? Yes, they do. But <laughs> there's, plenty <laughs> neither, there's plenty of beer left. <laughs> yeah, I think too much beer left because we're You're coming welcome. to the end of the podcast. So You're I welcome. We have a bit might, of beer left. Those might be spillovers into other... I've already spilled well, over twice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. So, once because I was talking, once because I was started paying attention to what someone else was saying. So <laughs> that just tell, that teaches you a lesson, Jeff. Don't pay attention to other people. <laughs> so before we end, I also just since we're not going to get to the icicle brewing, I just want to give a shout we'll out get there. to we'll the get there. bartender who yeah. saved me almost twenty bucks for not buying a growler because icicle cans in bottles now, yeah. and you can buy That's them awesome. at a lot of different retail stores. And, in the area. and yeah. to back up your story, when I was there, and this is a couple of years ago, I was there, and uh, they did everything. They bent over backwards to give me the best deal on on not only filling like I think I filled like three or four growlers while I was there because I was heading to Idaho. Yeah. Desolate wasteland of beer, um, and uh, which it isn't because we've had good beer from Idaho now. But uh, um, yeah. back then you didn't know that. Uh, no, two years ago there wasn't that. I didn't know that. But uh, um, they uh, not only did they uh, recommend some great beers, they also filled all my growlers, gave me a bit of a discount yeah. on some of the, the the glasses that I had bought, <laughs> and also gave me a stamp card, filled it all the way up, even though I didn't fill it all the way up, for like half off or more on my next growler fill. So mm-hmm. I think they were great then, yeah. and they were great now, great which service. speaks volumes. Yeah. Tipped the guy their... five bucks when I didn't have to because I was literally, he literally 
literally pulled out their glass growler, which is 36, oh. is their glass growler. Yeah, they have the, the nice, they have the really nice flip top. Yeah, yeah. they don't have the large standard mouth, growler. Large growler with the uh, um, metal handle. Metal handle and a and gorgeous growler. The, I'm going to buy it when I go there it's next. It's beautiful. Yeah, I really wanted cool. it, but I was like, gorgeous. I have to it's respect cool. my I husband. had one at one time, <laughs> and it's gone. Um, but anyways, like he's he pulls out, he goes, this is 36 bucks just to buy this plus the beer. He goes, this is 64 ounces. Um, he, then he pulls out an eight-pack of the IPA. He goes... This is way more. This is I, I I can't remember the exact. I think it was it, it outweigh. It was like eighty four. Like it was way more beer. Eight and then pack a of what? Of the icicle bootjack IPA. They make I, an eight pack. Yes. Why do they make why and why is it more expensive in the can? It's not. It's cheaper. You just said it was eighty four dollars. No, I said eighty four ounces of beer versus a sixty four oh, growler. Oh, I apologize. Jeff yeah. No, the the, the eight pack was like ten bucks. So then I got a bottle. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, it was super, super cheap. And he's like, I'm just saying, you know, if unless you want the pretty growler, if you are just if you just care about the beer, our can and our bottles are just as good. Um, he let me sample a bunch of different stuff. So I picked out the beer I wanted. So I brought home the Bootjack IPA and the oh. Dark Persuasion German Chocolate Cake Ale because it's German Chocolate Cake Ale. Why not? Yeah. I believe we're going to have another podcast soon. So <laughs> all of this stuff should come into play. All I, right. I think so. I, th- I think so. Unless uh, you want to drink it because you bought it. So I might drink the IPAs. Anybody want to volunteer to go first for final, final thoughts? thoughts? <laughs> final thoughts. The final east side thoughts. of the mountains. I only saw two Trump signs on Highway 2. Wow. Wow. And, I see like four on the way home. And I think it's because they're opening so many breweries right now that people are getting to be friendly and more understanding of the world. Go beer. There Uniting you go. people. Yeah. I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> it's a great we need to incorporate thought. that That's into our podcast description. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even want to have any more final thoughts because of that. No, but. fuck you. <laughs> Jeff has a final thought. I might. I'm going to get my final I might. thought. It's going to be final. But One way or the other. Um, I just actually, my final thought is, is more of a thank you. I just wanted to thank Sean Gramiak and JP Fournier for having us on their podcast Absolutely. last week. I had a blast. I didn't expect to, too. Really? I was kind of dreading doing it. Oh, man, it. they're great guys. Oh, I, I just, from right from the start, I was like, oh, my God, we're right on the same wavelength with these guys. And it was just, it was a blast. I had a, I had a great time. And I had to leave early, unfortunately. And um, I didn't want to leave. I was like, damn, man, I want to sit here and go through this whole thing. I'm laughing my butt off. You know, these guys have got some great comments about these movies. But um, I just wanted to thank them for having us on because it was, it was a great time. I really had a, and I had a fun time listening to it, too, afterward. So anyway, and I I I really look forward to uh, uh, being on their podcast again, or even even getting them on ours. I think yeah, uh, if that. if one of them uh, does some gigs over here in in Vancouver, I I, I think I'm going to make an effort to head up there and and drink some beer with them and get it on get it on. Uh, yeah, and their podcast, the podcast is the Movie Jerks. I don't think I mentioned Movie that, Jerks but, yeah. podcast. We're yeah. uh, we're on it. Um, they're not this week's, but the previous weeks, mm-hmm. um, and it, it was a wonderful time. Yep. Uh, sorry, you, you go ahead with your final thought, and then I'll go on with mine. Okay. Uh, well, I, I couldn't help but uh, I was I was thinking, as Bree was saying, uh, <laughs> this uh, this beer that we're finishing up now, or Jeff is uh, having himself another pour from Badger Mountain, the uh, the Crema Stout. Uh, Bree was saying, uh, yeah, it's it's a low e- ABV at uh, 6.7. Yeah, and I was thinking, low. in most parts of the world, uh, 6.7? Perhaps not considered a low ABV. That's because uh, you married an alcoholic. A, <laughs> a session beer, uh, you know, is characterized by a low ABV of three or four. But uh, here in Beer Snob City, yeah. 6.7. 
Yeah. That's low. <laughs> that's, no, that's. I would say actually that's that's, that's fairly normal. I mean, <laughs> for, for a stout. But I was just thinking, yeah, six point seven. That's a low e- so ABV. All my stuff yeah. that I drink yeah. are about eight and up. But again, probably <laughs> yes, but a closet you, alcoholic. Uh, no, but you but also like the darker beers. Yeah, and you're also and you a, like the barley wines, which are all like barley 12. wines are yeah. generally like twelve. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say they're like a wine, and you're also like a wine. You're also a gun nut. So that you know, gun you need nut. a little exactly. bit more alcohol. Am I a gun system. nut now? <laughs> yeah, you are. Gun That's nut. your new nickname. That's I'm getting you a cape. Gun it's going to say GN on it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Bree, the gun nut. That'll be your new podcast. You're going to do a little supplemental podcast on the side called Bree Gun Nut. Are you going to produce it? BGN. I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> BGN podcast, BGNP, mm, gun nut. We'll call it loose cannon. <laughs> wow! Anyway, it just keeps getting better. Oh god! I want to hear this podcast. Oh, god. I do too. And I you're going to be outside with the gun, and you're going to fire it occasionally. That's and you're going to talk fun. like this the whole time because you can't hear a thing because you've been shooting guns. I wear protection. Doesn't matter. You're still going to talk like this. Oh, Jesus. Okay, Jeff, your final thoughts at a My normal final volume. Thoughts at are, normal volume. You know what? I love all you guys. I'm so glad we got together and did this podcast. Yep. And, you know, we should probably do this every week. Oh, shit. I'm going to say this was the best podcast ever. Because <laughs> we talked about beer? Probably. We did, actually. Actually, I think best mostly it has to do with drinking beer at some point. But, uh, hey. Love you guys. Um, look for forward to um, our adventures together in further podcasts. And um, our adventures together tomorrow in Eli's game. And uh, I had some other things on my mind, and those are gone now. <laughs> those are far, far removed from the Swiss cheese that is my brain. Ah. So, uh, good night, Dave. Yeah. Good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. Get to bed. Jesus, why are you still up? Hurry man? up. Why are you ah, still up? Like nine hours you, ahead of us. You're supposed to be in bed like a half hour ago. Nice why are you Dave, still up? He's not going to be your friend He's anymore. He's still up. He Dave will always be bed. my friend. He needs to get to bed. Okay. Don't keep getting I, up. I have sparked Dave, with Dave, that man. Dave, do not keep getting up and getting water. We know what the deal is. You need to get to bed and get to sleep. Sweet dreams, Dave. Yes. <sighs> or in the Myrtle words. Oh. Sorry, he already cut me off, didn't he? No, I'm still good. Oh, in the immortal words of uh, Samuel L. Jackson, go the fuck to bed. Oh, sorry. I was just trying out this new VR porn. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swartman, Rick Anderson, Bree, and Brandon Longwell. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave.
Oh, no, thank you. Is it for, for me? It's for you. <laughs> I don't know what language we're speaking, but... That's, that's SWAT knees for thank you, you're also... SWAT knees. <laughs> SWAT knees. Topics list. So. Freeze misadventures in that freaking Wenatchee. Yes. Damn it, in freaking so, Wenatchee. I'm so... It was an awful trip. Yeah. It is Wenatchee. Yeah, I know. I was going to say there's really, you know, for Wenatchee. Except it's I shot off pretty, guns. That was fun. Now, see, we gotta we gotta review that part too because I'm I'm curious to see I what. I use an assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Bree, is there big national news coming out of Wenatchee here soon, or <laughs> is there something you're not telling us? No, no, Wenatchee's two cities and their rivals. Yeah. And they're assholes to yeah, each east, other. Yeah, East Wenatchee and and mm-hmm. other Wenatchee. <laughs> I don't know what they call the other one. I just know there's an East Wenatchee. <laughs> it's Wenatchee and East Wenatchee, and there's a big wall dividing the two of them. No, it's a bridge. Yeah, yeah but East Wenatchee <laughs> built it. Yeah. But what's funny is that, um, so my buddy's a cop there in East Wenatchee, and he's like, the, what, the Wenatchee police? Yeah. If there's anything on the boundary, like, they'll go and they'll measure how much it hangs over the East Wenatchee oh, border, and then call sake. East Wenatchee and say, it's up to you to fix this issue. <laughs> so there, he was telling me about a car that was in the middle of the bridge, and there's a flag that divides the counties and this, thus the cities. Yeah. And they measured the car, went two inches into East Wenatchee, so they said it's East Wenatchee jurisdiction, and had them come over to push a car off the bridge, like on the other side of the bridge, when the Wenatchee cop had been there for like two hours. Waiting. This is literally the, I have a line drawn here. That's your side. This is my side. I mean, that's literally what they're doing. Pretty much. It that's is nuts. And then I, it's on your side of the room. <laughs> and then I found the political conspiracy freak theories. Like, that was fun. Oh, boy. Oh, well, yeah. what else is there to do in Wenatchee, really, other than dream up conspiracies? Then think the, yeah. and shoot guns. <laughs> you shoot guns and visit one of our breweries. My penis is small. I'm going to buy a big gun and shoot it. <laughs> First, I have to drink some shitty beer. This is actually really good. Oh, no, I have no doubt that the beer's good. Because it but, is Washington. This is Washington. We make good beer and, yeah. all the way across Washington. So I le- and I also learned, I learned a lot of beer. It's gossip. just in Wenatchee. It's called Across Washington. Hmm. With a T. <laughs> yeah, my friends are like, we're trying to move back to the west side. I'm like, please do. Soon. Yeah. And then, yeah, they also call it Washington. Oh, my God. Do not. That is like, oh. That's like people who say Sam. I'm going to go wash my clothes. That's like people who say sandwich. That drives me. Sandwich? Fucking. I, I can't sandwich? stand people saying sandwich. Sandwich? 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 Yeah. Sandwich. There's That's how my N, daughter used to say it when she was three. <laughs> Come sandwich? I know, but I hear people sandwich? say it all that way all the time. I say sandwich. Sandwich. But that's kind of a funny, slangy kind of thing. I, people who I've been are to just, Sandwich Island. People who yeah. are just saying <laughs> sandwich as part of their. Oh, God. It even bothers me even saying it. That's just one of those little sandwich. things I don't... Sandwich? I don't like it. Sandwich way, sandwich way for years. <laughs> sandwich way. <laughs> because there's, I mean, there's so many fast food. Well, not as many fast food places. There was a time when it was like McDonald's, oh, yeah. Burger King, yep. like all of them. Oh. So subway, like, subway, oh, yeah. subway, right. subway. It's, yeah. it's sandwich way. I know. Those came They're out. Sexy. They're sexy. They're sexy. Yeah, they honestly. came out. They came out really good this time. I'm willing to actually say that, despite it sounding really egotistical. <laughs> the last batch of pretzels that I made just for our, just for like the kids. Oh god, it came out so shitty. I felt bad. You know, Mason. <laughs> it was for the kids. I, <laughs> Mason loves pretzels though, so he was like, "Wow, these are so good." I was like, eh, "Shut up." <laughs> I don't like crunchy pretzels. I love soft, salt, soft pretzels. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, these I was a little little worried about, but 
seem to come out okay. I stole your puzzle, I'm sorry. And I used a porch beer in it, so I don't porch know if you beer. can taste it. Yeah. We do love porch beer. It's one of the most famous porch beers. Which one? My Corona. We've got a couple of those in our fridge. I'm making new bread. Yeah. Yeah. I like Corona it's a with good... a lot of stuff in it. <laughs> Usually with ice, lime, salt, some Maggie, and hot sauce. Shrooms. <laughs> you know. Optional. I have been immersing myself in our old podcast because I really want to finally get all of those old ones that I never indexed. Yeah, I got indexed. Done. Yeah. And I've got 12 left, so I've been listening to podcasts nonstop at work because I'll just, I'll just sort of listen to it, mm-hmm. work on whatever I need to do. When I yeah, hear yeah. a topic change, I'll go over, write it in real quick, and then go back to work. But um, And I got to get Rick to I am so sick of hearing my own voice. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't that grate on you after a while? Yeah, I mean, we, not your voice, but we my went voice. Through. I, just, okay. I just need your cup there, sir. Yeah, I do. Oh, you need to finish that. It's Uh-oh. time to catch up. <laughs> oh boy, she can start right. calling it Washington. No. Yeah. That's right. But uh, yeah, now I was the, about to ask. You want half How pours, long right? does it take Rick? before you get okay Oops. with Rick? hearing your own voice? Uh, half pours. Never. Yeah, I'm not. Don't don't go too crazy with it. Um. It's not so much that I get tired of hearing my voice. It's I get tired of hearing me being a dick to Mike. I was like, oh my God, why are we such no, well, assholes Because Mike's oh kind God. of a and dick. I never caught it before. I'm listening to these. I'm going, we just cut him off mid-story, made fun of him briefly, and then veered off in another direction. And you can actually hear him on the mic going, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, that's the sound of the story just withering right there while we veer off and well, we drunkenly you know, veer. I just well, you I know, felt like in, a dick. In I was defense, like, yeah. chances are he was about to get to the misogynistic part. <laughs> so so you shouldn't say, feel yeah. too bad. Well, that's sometimes the best part of Mike's stories, you know. <laughs> but I just felt bad. That's why I was like, after like the third or fourth instance of this, I was like, oh my god, man, why, why does he? Why would? Why did he not blow up at us at that because one? Because he does it to us all the time. I, I suppose you know maybe maybe it's, we all do it. I, I we yeah. probably do, and I just don't really notice it. But um, you're pretty polite out of the four. I know, but I I, I was sitting there and I was going. I I have luckily to, I have the memory of a goldfish, so yeah. I don't even remember what it's the like. I, I have to apologize. And the politeness scale, it's Brandon, Rick, Jeff, me, Mike. Mm, oh no, I think I'm at the bottom of that that scale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least Jeff occasionally will say, "And I'm so sorry, uh, you know, I'm a terrible human being." And you know, (laughs) meanwhile, I'm just, I'm just sitting there going, "Yeah, okay." (laughs) Yeah. It was just uh, so I'm not so much getting tired of hearing my voice, just tired to get tired of getting of of seeing some of the mannerisms of my own. Anyway, let's move on. Are you are okay. you are you enjoying yourself? Today's over there? not masturbation <laughs> day. <laughs> Is it though? You know, I I don't. I know. usually listen to these uh, podcasts on my headphones, really, but not with a, a, <laughs> my mouth, any headphones yeah. or anything, so I don't hear that. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to some of the mic podcasts. <laughs> Just so I can hear that. Like, I'm going to get my really nice Bose earbuds. Although, although one of the instances of us interrupting him resulted in what is hands down my favorite part of any podcast we've ever done, ever. Really? And um, it was, it's the part where. He's uh, he's talking about going out and washing the car at the same time that his neighbor does, 
And he was trying to make some kind of point about washing the car at the same time as his neighbor, and his neighbor always brings him a beer, and the guy doesn't speak English, and it was such a nice, cool thing to have such a nice neighbor. And Jeff and I immediately went off into this, uh, well, you should go and, you know, you should go over there and just sort of spray him playfully with the hose. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it turned into me and Jeff just adding so much to his to his scenario <laughs> that it became just complete breakdown into, into laughter, and we couldn't even get back on track. And Mike's just going, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. And that is, I, I, if I listen to that, I can listen to that little segment, that little five, six minute segment, and I, I will die laughing every single fucking time. It never stops being funny. <laughs> well, hopefully, these 300 listeners a month are uh, going God, back and listening this to some is, of this yeah, other it's stuff. It's weird that yeah, we're actually Maybe, maybe we should start action. referencing dun, certain dun, parts dun, dun, by dun, like dun, episode dun. number and around the. The timestamp, <laughs> so to get people to go back and listen. Remember so, episode forty three oh, yeah, yeah. at about eight minutes and forty seven seconds. It I do, was I hilarious. do. I mark and when I'm indexing, I mark them. So with, homoerotic. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, which part was no yeah. more than it is right now. I know. I know. It's like it was homoerotic right at the like beginning. And then it kept being that all the way till oh till the end of the final yeah. thoughts. Yeah, never mind. Final thoughts. <laughs> We're all circle jerking at this moment in time. I don't even know where my hand is. It's just on a cock. Uh, welcome to my chemical bromance. <laughs> uh, no, bad dad joke. Bad dad joke. Uh, no, awesome. Anyway, we're going to start this thing right about now. Now.